We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, and we hope you are having a wonderful day today. And we are looking forward to sharing uh, something from the Word of God to you today. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you to the podcast, and hopefully it will be a great encouragement to you. And uh, we just recently uh, got back from the Ark Encounter up in Williamstown, Kentucky. And then we also went to the Creation Museum. And I first want to just say I would encourage uh, if you have not been able to go there to either one of these places, you need to go. As a Christian, uh, believing in creation uh, as the Bible teaches. And uh, of course, this is just a great uh, family uh, vacation to take. And we spent two days, uh, one full day at the Ark and one full day also at the Creation Museum. Both of them was very helpful. And because of that, it's really uh, just got me thinking to a lot of things about Noah. And uh, we wanted to just share with you today, I think, some helpful things uh, in the life of Noah. And, of course, uh, we want to talk about the faith of Noah. Uh, actually, Noah is in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11. So I want to just share a few little things with you that I think would be helpful uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 7. Actually, we could say verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And then the very next verse, the Bible says, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. And so quite a bit is said there uh, just in these this one verse in the book of Hebrews. But we also realize that we find uh, Noah, of course, in Genesis chapter 6, and the Bible gives a description of him there and basically says uh, that he was a just man in verse number nine. And then the Bible says he was perfect in his generation. And then closing in that verse nine, the Bible says he walked with God. Noah found grace. So the faith of Noah is described for us in the verse that I just read to you in Hebrews chapter 11. So I want to look at his faith today and maybe on the next podcast and just pull out a few things that I think would be helpful to us. First of all, we notice the grounds for Noah's faith was just simply God's word. Because, uh, look, we realized that in that day, they had never seen rain. There was a firmament uh, between uh, the, the heaven and the earth in which Noah and all of the uh, people lived on earth at that time. And so they had not seen rain. And so the Lord told Noah and warned him that he was going to destroy uh, all living creatures, all living. And uh, so what was the basis? What was the grounds upon which Noah moved? It was just simply God's word. Here's what the Bible says. He was warned of God. And so when we think about this, uh, it cannot always be our feelings because I'm sure uh, Noah was just as shocked as everybody else was. He had never seen rain. Uh, he, he didn't know what it would mean for waters to come from 
the firmament from the air and also for the world to be broken up. And so we understand the grounds for Noah's faith was God's word. And by the way, the same grounds for us is also God's word. It can't always be our feelings. It can't be what culture teaches us. It can't tell us what humanism believes. Uh, you know, we have to understand that the ground of our faith is simply on God's word. Someone might say, well, God's word is just a book written by a bunch of old archaic men. Well, as Christians, we don't believe that. We believe it was inspired of God. We believe it is the holy, inherent, inspired word of God without error. And honestly, our whole life, our faith is grounded upon God's word. He simply just did what God told him to do. He believed what God told him. And so that is the grounds for Noah's faith. And when you think about that, it's an amazing thing. The Bible says in verse 6 of Hebrews chapter 11, it's, it's impossible to please God without faith. They must come to him believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And then the very next verse, we realize a great example of that is Noah. He didn't know what rain was. He didn't know what all of that meant, but he just simply believed God. He trusted God. He believed who God was. He believed that he was, and he believed that he would reward him if he would obey him. So Noah's faith was amazing, especially in those days, uh, to trust him for something that he could not see, to trust something that he did not feel, uh, something that he couldn't even imagine, no doubt. But yet the grounds for Noah's faith was God's word. And by the way, that should still be the grounds for our faith, God's word. Not feelings, not fancy, look, not trends, not our culture but God's word. Amen. That should be the grounds of our faith, just as it was for the grounds of Noah's faith. Then I want you to notice not only the grounds for Noah's faith, but we see the sphere of Noah's faith. Uh, the Bible said that his faith lay hold on things not seen. Um, he had to walk by faith. The Bible says that we're to walk by faith. We must hold on to things not seen. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, then the Bible tells us, for we will walk by faith and not by sight. Now, that's hard for us. It's hard for us to walk in the realm of the unseen. It was also hard, no doubt, for Noah. Could you imagine the ridicule that he got? Uh, spending years building that ark, preparing for something that everyone else could not see, neither could Noah. But the sphere of our faith, the sphere of, of Noah's faith, was just simply living in the world of the unseen. And by the way, uh, that's the Christian life. Uh, we are trusting things that we cannot see. That's faith. Uh, we are trusting God that we've never seen. That's faith. People tell me all the time, well, you bunch of Christians, y'all are crazy. Y'all are trusting things that you can't see. And I've heard them many times say, not me. I'm not going to trust anything or believe anything that I can't see. But do you know that's not a true statement? People trust things they don't see all the time. They believe in things they don't see all the time. For instance, I've used this illustration for years. But when we get in our vehicle, we don't check every part of that vehicle before we go off and drive it. Now, we might check the tires and maybe check the oil. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that most people don't check, you know, the spark plugs every time they get in it. I'm sure they don't check all the lines, the fuel line. And I'm sure they don't check the brakes. What do we do? We're, we're trusting something that we've not seen. We're believing in something that we're not seeing. When we fly a plane very few times, I don't know of ever a time that I've actually seen the pilot. I know that I've never walked into a plane and asked to see the pilot's, um, you know, credentials. 
you know, I've never checked to see if he was, you know, coherent at the time. No, what are we doing? We're trusting a pilot, someone that we've not seen, and we're putting our life in that person's hands. And so that's simply not true when people say, well, I'm just not going to believe something that I don't see. People do it all the time. And so it's really not that abnormal. But, boy, I tell you what, for the Christian, it is vital. Everything that we believe is something that we cannot see. But the, the grounds for our faith is God's word, just as Noah's. He was warned of God. And then the sphere of Noah's faith was simply he had to lay hold on things not seen. And we must do the very same. Then I want you to notice not only Noah's faith, his grounds, and also the sphere, but I want you to notice the character of Noah's faith. The Bible says he moved with fear. Now, faith not only relies on God's promises, but it also relies, uh, it, it also believes in its threatening. Um, God said, look, I'm going to destroy the world. And so, obviously, uh, he not only believed that God was, but he believed exactly what he said. So the character of Noah's faith was he believed, the Bible said he was moved with fear. So faith not only relies on God's promises, but it also relies on its threatening. God, what God said, Noah believed. And by the way, we ought to, we ought to believe the same. When God gives us a command, when God gives us a principle, and he gives some type of a, a maybe a warning on the back end of that, look, we ought to believe it. Why? Not just because we believe the things that are not seen, but we must believe exactly word for word what God says. And certainly Noah did that because the Bible said he moved with fear. He had a fear of God. He had a healthy fear of God. By the way, that was proven because no doubt people made fun of him. Uh, people ridiculed him. Uh, people did not thought he was probably crazy. And by the way, we live in that kind of day. There's people that think Christians are crazy and that we're foolish because we're trusting what God says. But I want you to know that is the fear. We must believe God rather than man. Amen? And so there should be a healthy fear of God, and then we will not fear man as much as we should. Amen? The fear of God conquers all other fears. And so we see this as the sphere and the character and also the grounds of Noah's faith. Well, I hope these have been helpful to you. We'll continue this on the next podcast. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.